it's held inside this unchanging awareness. And then just let it be. In the heart of that, one can continue to search for the sense of a tangible self, because the eye feeling comes up, the personally sense to come. And you bring it into the inquiry to kind of look at, you know, okay, try to identify what that is that is pulsing as this eye feeling. And uh, just be in, in a state of quietude like this, and allow it to just be there. And a clarity comes again. And the clarity can take form that uh, a seeing that there is no tangible, objective centre of myself. And yet there is irrefutable. You are the evidence of your own, you know, existence, but not in the way that we have been brought up to perceive, just as personality and as a kind of a me that just thinks the way I do and like the things I do and so on. There is a, a, a wider space on that, which does not move or touch things in a needy way, but they can be seen. Where there would formally be some some reaction, some some intensity of emotions, <coughs> there's more more space and uh, just like uh, if the question comes up, like, really, what am I really? I mean, you know, what, what's what, who's been living here? And there's a non-finding of a a tangible entity called I. In the absence of this. A tremendous pace and joy. Yeah. I would not even call it light. You know. Because light becomes even phenomenal to that. Mm. Nothing to work out. But a life seems to be happening and being lived in that space and being watched. The life is also watched in it. When I say that you are not living life, that you are life itself, and yet the witnessing of life is occurring also to the, that intelligent uh, principle you can call. So you are not going to be easily shaken by things. The kind of personal things are much more um, brittle. Yeah? The kind of personal sense is a much more brittle um, state. Easily. Um, destabilized and needy and mm-hmm. sense of insecure. And this is where the poisons come from of, of hatred or you know sort of judgments and cynicisms, all these things come from there. But in a wider self, in the space of presence, uh, you're not um, you're untouched. The sense emotions can be there, emotions come. Everything can come. But they don't have the same firepower as when you were functioning in the mode of person. Yeah. So all these things are just happening automatically. In fact, they're happening. Sometimes a powerful uh, force comes to to look penetratively into anything, to something, and to sort of detonate its power. There. Then the mood can change. And Another moment, you feel simply just thanking God 
the sense of yourself, something feels like throat through everything. For a moment, include everything, include everything. Various names are given to that, but itself has no name actually. But it arises and presents name in order to speak in a world of names. It must address itself as a name. Until the consciousness is so refined, it doesn't need the name. But it doesn't matter. Because we're not talking about some tight accuracy now, but more. Uh, an entombment, uh, a synchronicity, a harmony. And this is why I say that it's not so much about uh, learning things, uh, studying things, but more a synchronicity, a harmony. And through this, this field of harmony, whatever needs to be known or to be experienced, it comes automatically, spontaneously. Now, it doesn't mean that one does not taste a sense of hardship or effort. Sometimes this comes also. And, uh, and it's necessary uh, to stop uh, any kind of complacency from settling inside the consciousness. So there must be some twang, a little tightness, a little tension has to be there to keep this natural alertness there. Until even that also goes out of the consciousness. No. No, no need, no technique, nothing. So, that's the simplest, the simplest, simplest. Too simple to be taught. It can only be pointed out. You see, and uh, your own, your own, to your own sense. What is pointed out is just traced with your own, with the sort of the laser of your own looking. And everything is simply being confirmed. Nothing building, not building, not creating. Just recognizing, confirming, so on. This is how you come back into your natural field, natural power. And there's nobody there. There's not a need to be an object person. There's not a need now. No attachment, no need to be, you know, some Form of object or something. You, see? you may say a kind of pure subjectivity, beyond even the concept of subjectivity. One watches somehow life is unfolding, and that unfoldingness is included this body, and the activities that are expressed through this body is all the unfolding, the great unfolding. And yet there is not really any deep concern for that. It doesn't need concern. But in observing the fluidity, the ease, when the person, the personal interference, intrusion is taken out, one naturally feels gratitude, naturally feels a praise to sing praises to the Supreme.
and this feeling of love and uh, the joy. It does not go away. Sometimes uh, an emotion or, or fear, a wave of fear can come, and the pulsation of that fear can feel very loud. But even in the midst of that fear, uh, one never loses never lose the sense of connectedness or oneness with the Supreme. Maybe, for, maybe you may find yourself saying, no? you may find yourself saying, It is said that uh, yeah, at the moment of the crucifixion, Christ said, is in his fading breath, Eloi, Eloi, Lamasaktani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But I'm sure, even in that, he knew, I, I, I can only be here. Because even the Abandonment feels like a concept, because, but the feeling is there. You know. Myself also, it used to occur sometimes twice a year or something. This a feeling would come of just big doubt would come like a doubt, and like a complete sense of loss. Person, how did it come from? Right? For a little bit, you feel destabilized, like you cannot find any ground. But quickly, I don't know if you can call it a voice, a reassurance, a sense inside you, just knows this. This, this also is okay. There's nothing is there. You see. And some people they call it um, terms like the dark night of the soul or something, where you must. Uh, it's like you feel totally isolated totally left, and not even God is with you. This feeling can come. This feeling is very important to me, to feel absolutely alone, even without the comfort of God. You must feel this, and still feel the full force of your being. It is very important to come to some feelings when you feel may be totally helpless, or you run out of moves, you know, <laughs> moves to make. Yeah. Something the mind fears so much, but grace brings it to you in a new way, that you can feel, feel that, and yet, uh, if you collapse, it picks you up. You know? All these things, all these things, you are not object. You won't object. You know, you will see that whatever life brings, it's a, it's some form of blessing. It's some form of blessing. In fact, everyone is their life is so rich with this blessing, but we miss the obvious things because our minds are preoccupied with another projection, and then we feel dissatisfied because life does not fulfill your projections. But as you come into letting go or come into recognition of the real self. This neediness and this tendency to project diminishes and comes into a quiet space. And only when you are quiet, or preferably empty, you can begin to feel the presence of God. Otherwise, you are full, full of your own noise, your own arrogance, own 
spirituality and deceitfulness. And uh, everything becomes a beautiful meditation. Pleasure or pain, but mm, even in the pain, the flame of the pleasure does not go out. The joy of the being does not lessen. The peace does not diminish. Mm. The light does not fade. This is why you hear me saying, "Oh, it's too much, too much, too much joy." Because it's not something you're doing. I say it's because you're not doing. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's a vanity to think you're doing anything. You the privilege of seeing. And even though one may see with ultimate, with ultimate seeing. There's always still a quiet gratitude inside for the joy of experiencing duality. And uh, because the more intense the duality, the more great the transcendence of it. Something is like that. Mm-hmm. Yet the one who is free is not attached to any state. They're not even concerned about freedom. <laughs> Is unimaginable because people say, like, uh, but surely, I mean, if you, what, what, what joy can there be in life if you don't have some dream, some projection? I mean, where would you feel anything by being empty? What is, what is, what is the, what, what is? I mean, then why are you doing here? What are you on the earth doing to just be empty? But you cannot understand. You see. The mind in the, in the in the form of the ego, it cannot understand. Because our conditioning makes us feel that uh, you have to explain life. You must know where you're going. But the one who is uh, free does not know where he's going, does care about going or coming. These are small matters for them. Just pastime. It has no deep significance. In fact, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. We're there to go. But that might sound <laughs> imprisoning to the mind that needs always a new thing to be entertained by. Mm. But in the liberating mind, it is always satisfied. The satisfaction, contentment. I'm using words I don't know. I use them. They're okay. My favorite word is emptiness. Kind of nothingness. And the most <coughs> understood, misunderstood. Because it cannot be understood. It can only be misunderstood mm-hmm. or experienced. We venerate choice and uh, the sense of achievement and conquering something. But that those are phenomenal states. 
nothing can compare to just that uh, the perceiving of life and falling without the intrusion of the of the desireful ego mind. Everything is because it's not about the things, but the beingness. You're not tasting events, but the, the fragrance of of the presence. So when you go out and you look, people look and they say, "Oh, but this is such a beautiful city!" And oh, look at this, look at the sky, and look at that waterfall. But uh, in the real experience, everything is just a taste of the being. All these forms, they are, they are converted into pure juice, the juice of just being. Does not need all. The tree is only a kind of a, a symbol, or a point of entry, or something. I know this is what we do. You see, I speak about it just just for pleasure, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to pleasure. <laughs> I think this is the best pastime. Yeah. <laughs> the best is in the afternoon when you do satsang. Yeah, yeah all, all the tiredness goes and it's like a nice nap after the nap, after the heat of the day and then just awake, go for the rest. Firstly, I want to say thank you for the last Sunday. Since that day, um, I became um, much more <laughs> active and <laughs> happy. Yes. I mean, I became happier, but the more um, I become better, uh, the worse fear is coming up. Yeah. and. I have to doubt. I have to ask myself or whatever inside me, like, is it real? My reactions and all the surroundings and everything, what is going on right now is real. And the biggest part of my fear is what if I go back to, to Korea, for example, and what if I will just end up with the same shit, like struggling. Oh, sorry about my language. Like struggling and suffering and like thinking too much. And really this what if is really smacks really of the mind itself. Mm. It's almost like using the Yeah, sometimes I make a joke and I say, you know, the mind is like this. While you're having breakfast, is thinking what's for lunch. See, it doesn't allow you <laughs> to simply be immersed in your own silence. It doesn't allow you to come bring something out. You see? It has no power by itself. It doesn't have the power. It only needs your attention. It tries to get your attention. Because without your attention, it has no power. I cannot stop giving it to yeah. it. Yes. I mean, yeah. 
I cannot fight and I cannot run away and now I know how to kind of deal with it like to observe it and to just watch it but not simply just watch it not only watch it yeah observe up to a point but not observe to the point of interest not observe like not watching like you watch a movie mm. the power of the observing is only until you can clarify that the thing you observe has not a real substance mm-hmm. it is only <clears throat> the drawing strength from your belief and identity once you're clear about this you see the the the, the switch is flicked somehow something changes right, in this you see but it's habit uh, habit I don't know where it starts maybe maybe not even in this life you see no no don't be afraid about this I'm just saying that some habits um, you don't know where they start they can always be cut because they're not real you know, actually the habit is only for the illusory person you see and when the habit is strong is because the belief in the person is strong you see the belief in the person is strong, the habit will match the belief. Yeah. As you come to see that the person and where you're functioning from is is to do the projection. You keep on you, the real self, you know, somehow it's coming from there, some power going to that to that identity. And you are it's as though you're living as the identity, rather than enjoying it at a very superficial level. Something believes too much and strongly. But it's just change, it will change completely. It will change. But what you say before, it, it it's just come to me because I've heard so much like that. That um it 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 it, it smells very much of mind, you know. Because it tells you because you you're so something bad habit, you see. You know, but you know you're enjoying it. But what if you have to go back? Okay. And then suddenly you see. It takes out the sweetness out of your mouth immediately. You start to go, oh no, and then where it goes, you start to live in a in a in a future that doesn't exist that you start to create right now. Mm-hmm. Once you have understood, once you understand the mechanism of that egoic mind, because something somewhere at some level within your beingness, within your life at a cosmic level, you choose to have these experiences. That you want to taste this experience, to find yourself through this kind of experience, and um, yeah, but something got immersed in belief and in in, in somehow in in some delusion, but like it feels thick, and now you're trying to shake yourself to be awake out of it. Hmm. The person is not to rescue the person. Yeah. You don't have to try to rescue the person. You rescue the person, it will suffer another kind of thing again. But to recognize yourself beyond the person. The person is a. You see, I said when I. I remember now, you know, because many things I don't know. But uh, things when I speak and something there, because I remember saying to you this that uh, you are at a very, very uh, crucial part of your life in self discovery, because you're running out of gas. You're running. You're running out of oxygen to be a person. The ego has eaten up so much space now. The space is left for you to 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 play around. You know? I see that as an, in an auspicious way. See, many people would see that as the most terrible <coughs> thing. My mm. God, 
you know, my life is, is I don't know where to go. I said, no, actually, you got nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to, the only way you can go, you have to escape back in yourself. You have to go back to the truth. You see? But uh, something you hear is it fearfully easy. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I, want, I want to be free. I want to go and live my life and do all these things and do all this stuff. So you're not able to see, actually, that in freedom, you can still play. Freedom doesn't mean it's a serious thing. No. <laughs> you just don't have those type of thoughts anymore. But you can play. But you, you can experience a dream, but you'll experience it being awake. Not being a dream, dreaming and believing in the dream, then it is, you know, lose-lose, not win-win. It's like I'm just crazy. <laughs> I have to ask myself. I was just ego is completely crazy. <laughs> Every oh, ego. Okay. Your ego. Uh, you may think you have an Olympic uh, ego. Or you, say, well, you know, I mean, of all the egos, it's the most crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just a question of at what point you recognize it. If you recognize ego crazy, then you won't want to be there. And your urge to be free of it is, is itself the evidence of grace is moving in you. Mm. Most times you don't know what to say thank you for. You say thank you for just not for weak things. But sometimes very intense experiences, they create choices in you to, you know, to change. It compels change. Mm. You know? And a change towards not, uh, not fickle states, but profound. Places of uh, seeing. Yeah. And another thing, what is happening to me? I already spoke about it with. It's like I actually memorize almost everything, uh, the color and the smell, the feelings, and pretty much everything I memorize. That's what I used to do. Yeah. But since yeah. last Sunday, yeah. I cannot. What I was listening, there was some question was coming up and I was like, okay, when you finish I'm gonna ask and then what I was listening to you, it just went away and I don't know what was it. I no, I don't know. And I I'm like Maybe it's just the beginning of kind of Alzheimer or something. No. <laughs> it, it never happened before. It's the best Alzheimer is when you forget yeah. the ego. Yeah. It's just, I cannot. I mean, we're screwed stuff. <laughs> he was yesterday by my side in the car on the way to Monte. But when I saw him there, I was like, how did you get here? <laughs> Very good. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's really serious. And the other thing is, on the way back <laughs> yesterday, mm. I asked, okay, what's going on there? Like 1 p.m. Because he asked me, and then I said, yes, I will come, but I don't know what's going on there. And then he gave me an answer, there will be Skype satsang. And then I said, oh, okay. And less than a minute later, I had to ask him again. <laughs> like, 
What did you say? I know you answered me, but I forgot <laughs> that I'm <laughs> It scares me a lot because it didn't happen before. Mm. It never happened before. It's like, but these are these are beautiful signs, you know. Sort of like uh, you're acting out of character now. It's very, you see, something is shifting for you, and it's a beautiful thing. You see, the mind says, "Look, wow, look what's happening!" You know, now you're really losing it. Or whatever. This is very good. And then I ask you, "Holy, you trust this thing?" You see. You don't try and understand it. I cannot do that because yeah, I cannot. Yeah, don't try and understand it. Simply just, yes, yes. <laughs> say inside your heart, <laughs> say, thank you. <laughs> just say thank you for this. Thank you for this. I, my heart is open only for the true, whatever it is to true. Thank you for this. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for this. That's all. No, no, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't worry about it. Very good, is he? Very good. Fear is really big, and it brings me to the point where I really don't want to go. Like when I see myself thinking or talking to myself, it's like, ah, you're gonna okay. I'm gonna let's do it right now because you're enjoying it, okay? And I'm I'm I'm, I'm let's doing it now. Let's see in a month or two if you can be like this. Now I can just let you do this, yeah. and yes. then you will suffer for yeah. in return. This is a very bad relationship, the worst marriage. <laughs> bad relationship. It's amazing that this is a, this is your this is your most intimate companion. As you are now discovering, going more deeply, this being brought to grace into the true, into your true self, is going to rebel a lot more, as much as he can, to do everything to sabotage your freedom. I want you to know, but it will not last. You must discern the difference between yourself and your mind. Sometimes some confusion there. And when you're not clear, then he works in that unclarity. But now you're not working by yourself. So higher power is with you. So it's, um, this mind state, it's on a countdown now. It's very different. So of course, crazy things. Oh my God! I don't know what's happening to me. It's all mine. I don't know what's happening to me. I'm not able to think. I'm not, oh my God! What's going to happen? It's all mine. Nonsense thing. Something is changing yeah, out of the familiar um, groove. But I see it totally good. It's totally good. Totally good. It's too difficult, though. Huh? It's too difficult. It's. it's you can't I sleep. cannot well, fight. I cannot sleep. I lost okay. my courage. Let's see. You say tonight, okay, I'm going to have the worst night tonight. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Okay? I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm tired today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, do it and see. Say, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm not going to sleep. My mind is too strong. It's not going to make me sleep. See? Just try and see. 
until you are troubled. <coughs> I cannot find, I cannot fight with it because definitely, mm-hmm. as, I, as I was told that I will lose if I fight with it, with my mind. You don't have to fight because fight is how it breathes, it lives in fight. It lives in your insecurities and it lives in your doubt. It lives through your fear. There's the mind gone bad. It lives like this. But things are changing for you. I told you it's going to change. I don't know what to do. You don't like to do it. I mean, when my mind starts to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, Invite it now to do it. Eh? Invite it now to do it. Yeah, now it's happening here as well. Yeah, you're going crazy now? Yeah. You're going I mean, crazy. It just keep talking to me like, yeah. yeah, listen to him. Who is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, to be yeah. honest, he's okay. telling me who is it? Why, why are you listening? What are you doing here? Yeah. Maybe all these people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't want to say it, but it just came up. No, I love when you speak. You see our mind, you know, your mind is different from other minds, no? It's you so malicious, it's so bad, I think. It's, it's killing me, and whenever I... No, it's not killing you, or if it, it's, if it may be, it's just killing who you're not. You cannot kill who you are. It's, it's, it's so killing arrogant. who you're not. It's so arrogant. No, I want you to listen to this because okay. um, it cannot kill what you are. If it can kill anything, it can only kill what you're not. But if you keep believing uh, you are who you are not, then you will rise again into being another episode of what you are not. Mm. It's a subtle thing. No? Yeah. Like I say, the mind cannot intimidate the pure self. It can only intimidate the idea you have of who you are. So I intimidate your self-image, and identity, which ultimately you must surpass this. You must give it up. You see, and the more it torments, no, then the more you have to let go. Let go the thing that is being tormented. Not just the tormentor, but the tormented also. And you will find that you are still here. You think that if the mind destroys uh, you, you are finished. You cannot, then maybe you will see, but, but I'm not this thing. Don't just die human death. Die ego death. You see? Human death is to believe, oh, he's going to kill me. You tell you, jump in front of a train, jump, jump. You can tell you like this. No, well, I didn't yes, know. you know, you know, you save a lot of you. Look how much trouble you cause people. Huh? Why don't you put an end to it now? You know, you cause so much trouble to your family. Look, look how much trouble you cause them. They'll be better off without you. But the train is coming. Finish now. <laughs> finish. Not finish. <laughs> Next book. <laughs> you don't want. Now, I'm telling you this, it's actually why I'm telling you something very beautiful, you see. So you don't give space to him, you know, like this. You understand the way the way mind works, you see. Hmm? 
most uh, parasites, <coughs> most parasites don't want to kill the host. Is it? Most parasites don't. They just want to quietly live and to draw, draw the, the food every day. The host mm. doesn't know it better. He doesn't want to kill because if he kills you, then like, you kill the golden goose. Why you want to do this? So my friend. But ego is not like that. You try to kill you. Is it? But the real you, he cannot kill. But if you believe in your false you, he will kill you. But then you will resurrect as another you. So, in a sense, what you do is you die consciously, not physical die. Meaning, you die to the belief in the self that you are not. It's not a painful thing. It might be painful in the sense that the pain does not come from the dying of the ego, but the pain comes from the fear that the death of the ego is the death of you. The anxiety that comes. But you are watching all of these episodes, all of these you watch. But you have to be conscious of your watching. If you are not conscious of your watching, then you become conscious of the person you imagine yourself to be. And this is a blindness. When you actually see these things, the story, everything falls away. It's nothing at all. There's nothing at all. You see. When you believe in your mind, it becomes alive. It's like if someone shoots, takes a pistol, puts a bullet in it, and it's a real bullet, and then you're gonna kill you or hurt you. But if it takes a bullet and it's a it's a blank bullet, looks just like a bullet, but inside it's nothing happened. It's not real. Ego is like a blank bullet. You may die, but not from the bullet, from just from fear, from heart attack. Not from the bullet. So this is the kind of thing I, I'm just saying like this. And this is not bad news. It's not to make you afraid. It's actually to open your eyes and see. Actually, wait a minute. But I'm believing a lot of stuff. Maybe I'm creating a lot of this. You know, I'm supporting my mind to bring in a sense of torture. Are you the person? In a way, you can say yes, because the person is also consciousness, but is not very limited expression of consciousness. When you transcend this limitation, you're in the field of beingness. That's not. That's very different from being person. Here, weaknessing more, identifying less, and your world is much more broad, more panoramic, more light, and not not so hot. There's more space, more understanding, more more intuitive seeing and perception. The ego is very reactive, impulsive. You know, quick to judge, misjudge, all of these things. It listens to the wrong voice also. So it's just these things are changing, and in the borderline of this change, sometimes fierce resistance come, doubts come, and you're not quite sure if they are true because mind said many things to you. Later you find it's a lie, but in the moment you think it's true. But he only needs the moment to be true. You understand? It is like. It is like some bad one, some smooth talking one. 
who comes and talks to you and tells you all the things that your ego wants to hear and tells you how much of a beautiful life you're going to make. But he just wants to sleep with you. That's it. But he tells you, oh, next year we'll go to, we'll go to the festival in France and then after we'll go this. And because he knows your ego wants to do this. So while you do this, you allow him to get what he wants. Then after he says, ciao. He's gone. Maybe he doesn't even say ciao. He says, see you tomorrow. He's gone. That's what he wants. The ego only needs to get you tonight, this moment, to believe this thing. It gets something from you. It gets a sort of like an energetic investment. It puts another root somewhere inside like that. I'm not saying these things to frighten you, just to show you like the subtle ways that illusion can thrive, simply because you you somehow are distracted from your natural power. You are tremendously powerful, but not when you divide yourself. Illusions can only work when you d- divide yourself, when you are distracted, when you forget. So the whole of this game is about remembering and sort of being reminded of your, your true nature. Not to develop, not develop. It's always here already. Is it even to develop is part of illusion also. You can say it's divine illusion, but it's still illusion. You can jump out of the whole thing if you can see that uh, all this, just like any other dream, this moment also is a kind of dream. Ego's mind talking. In a few minutes, it's gone. It means nothing at all. But while you believe it in that moment, it won that moment. And it can invest in a moment more than you. You understand? And yet, one chop from the axe will bring this tree down. One good chop from this axe, one chop from this sword, will take, uh, will bring this tree down. Satsang is giving you this chop. Many things seem like it's a mighty battle. But in the end, you'll see that it, all it was, all it required was you doing this, turning away from that. But because you did not recognize that, you went to school to fight dragons. And then you wake up. Many people are suffering only from imagination. Discover the emptiness, the fullness of emptiness, then your neediness for for the gifts of the mind, they will fall away. The gifts of the mind is only to bind you. You don't need. But for a while you must taste the illusion and the delusion that you need. Otherwise the game cannot happen. This game has to happen. The game has to happen. Everyone must taste uh, this wine of ignorance. Mm-hmm. But if you have ignorance plus arrogance, then big trouble, big trouble, trouble. <laughs> the ignorance, everyone is bitten by the serpent of ignorance. Some are coming out of sleep, some recover more. Uh, satsang is the ant- antidote for this sleep. Everyone is in satsang. All the beings in the world are in satsang. 
why you come here? Maybe it was not even your conscious choice. Somewhere in your being is ready for something. Maybe not confidently ready. Maybe reluctantly ready. Maybe suspiciously ready. Maybe not ready. Maybe think I'm not ready. But if you really were not ready, you would not be here. Ready for something, I don't know. Maybe just ready for the one inch forward. I don't know. I think it was like the whole universe was planning it yeah. like mm-hmm. about since two years ago. Yes. <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah, the the resentment was my blisters and before that it was Malaga. Before Malaga it was the Korea, before Korea it was Australia. So last two years, because I met a friend in Australia, and somehow he had power to to see through me, and he was telling me all the things that very, you know, very harsh way, but I didn't get upset, and and blah 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 blah, and and I came to Malaga, and there I met a Portuguese guy, and he. Oh, but with him, I suffered too much, and actually, the feeling I had, like unloved, unwanted, and unworth, worthy, and like all the negative thoughts were coming f- from this experience with this guy, and I've never felt in that way in my whole life with anybody. Mm. But it's like what I had have been doing to others to hurt them was coming back to me. From one this this one person because he was doing everything that I have done wrong in, in my past, and then yeah, after so many these little things, and I decided to walk the Camino, and then I started to have doubts of why do I have to walk this way. If I cannot even be sure and enjoy, and it's another kind of torturing myself, and and I did until I get this completely fit, and is one of the things that I cannot really cut or cannot stop right. is all this thing even that you speak and you say you meet this one person who allowed everything through this person through this contact uh, everything you needed to to that you've done had to be paid back or something <coughs> it's a gift at least one person with one thing one vomit for everything is there <laughs> you have to go from this one to another one <laughs> Pass you around, just one thing, and you, you sorted that thing out, that thing is passed. You do learn things sometimes in very um, powerful um, and intense experiences. But I think something inside you is really in a hurry to be finished with something. Not have to, but what I do every day is like 
thinking about and bring me down with thinking about him and like what he told me about myself that he told me that I am the only person in this planet that makes him feel bad. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. I know that he only brings like yeah. negativeness and then somehow in the great scheme of things, uh, it's still working in your favor somehow. Sometimes these bad things together, you, you say, okay, if you go at each thing frame by oh, it's horrible, it's horrible. oh, it's horrible, but somehow it's pushing you to the edge of the pot. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know? And uh, with human eyes, you cannot assess uh, your own good fortune. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it. With hindsight, maybe you, mm-hmm. looking back, you, oh, it was good this thing happened. You know, when you're when you're free of something, uh, free of your own self, free of your own. You know. Um, uh, what should I do? No, stop this thing, do, do. You cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. You're understanding, you allow this thing. Stop putting so much emphasis on Because you think, what should I do? What should I do? This paradigm, this idea of doing, doing, doing is creating a lot of nonsense here. There's nothing you have to do. It's not about doing or undoing. Hmm? Already, grace is. Uh, alive and active inside your being. But your mind is almost like work independent. It's still going, yeah, what should I do? What should I do? You know what to do, but grace is there. And you're not seeing like this. So it's coming clear by itself. Coming clear by itself. You're not even you know some people look and they say, oh, my God, you know, it's like you say, these things used to happen, I'm not able to do this anymore. And some people say, my God, she's so lucky. Mm-hmm. Like, my God, look at that. People doing 70 years of the pranayama and different kind of things to try and get rid of one silly little thing, sometimes can't do it. And now, somehow, you are not able to, to do something or to identify something which was causing trouble anyway. It's gone and you're worried about it. What happened? I'm not able to. I'm worried. Why? Because I'm not able to worry anymore. <laughs> 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 you see? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it's fine. Kiss of sunlight